Welcome back to the Big E Podcast, and this is our Zelda 35th anniversary show. Everybody, it's me, Ron Avis, the Rental King. I'm here with my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. <laughs> and- <laughs> the Rental King? Where the Rental King come from? The Rental uh, well, King. The Rental King is a uh, it's a Cinemasters of the Universe podcast nickname. So you guys are aware that I do another podcast with my buddy Adam, and it's just strictly movies. And I never had a nickname for BitGeek. Like, well, I'll go ahead and bring you in. Martin, welcome back to the show. And you are, of course, the chairman of the Chinese knockoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, Martin Reimer. <laughs> Good to be back, guys. And I like your background, Martin. You got like all your G1 uh, Transformers. Oh, yeah. Are those all Walmart reissue G1s? So the the top row is definitely the reissue. On the second row here, right above my shoulder, some of those are the uh, out of the box or the originals. G1s oh, okay, and yeah. some G2s there. Yep. So that's kind of like me. Like I have, you know, for the for the when when Nick and I do the podcast in person, like I've got like two bookshelves, and I have my some of my most of my childhood Transformers on that, along with some newer Transformers like the uh, Combiner Wars and, you know, like the new stuff that's been coming out. And yeah. also, like, I have a couple of MP, like Master, Master, is it Masterpiece? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of Masterpiece Transformers that I put on there. So, like Prime and Megatron, and I've got, a, like, a knockoff uh, side swipe. I don't have very many. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's I've cool. I've got a I few like knockoffs myself. Yeah. And yeah. Nick, Nick, you've got some like pretty good stuff going on in the background there. What do you have? I, I, I've got too much to list. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of these are, are, the, are the Walmart ones, uh, like the Ghostbusters Walmart. Uh, this, this April O'Neil, I mean, that's original blue stripe, yellow outfit, April O'Neil that I found at a Walgreens way back in the day. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like the other day. (laughs) Oh man, I've had it for since we were teenagers. I I remember Nick having that actually on his wall for like you know like you got like a nice pegboard set up going there now, but I I remember you just like having it. I don't know if it was just being held on by tape or a nail or something, but I remember it just being on your wall. Oh, and you know now I realized it it, it's out of shot. I got to take it down. Since we're talking oh, yeah. about oh. it. Yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. So, there yeah. she is. April O'Neil. Original. Beautiful. So what's that April behind that one then? What's that one? The more the more common one with the uh, orange stripe. Yeah, this was like a later later release. So is that like an eBay find or something? Uh well, um No, no? I mean, I've had this since it was original also no oh, okay i just um i i think i think 
this one was already rare. And so I just decided like, oh, April's rare. And so I'm going to get an April and not open it. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I found the yellow one with the blue stripes or they're both yellow. I should just say blue stripe. So I know this is a Zelda episode, but now that we've got Martin on, we really need to like let him show off whatever it is new toy that he's imported in over from from China. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, it's not, it's not charged, charged right, right now. now. Um, <laughs> I thought it was charged and ready, guys, but uh, I'll have to do better next time. But yeah, this is the uh, RG351P, and it's got the uh, GameCube purple on it. So uh, it's, it's pretty awesome, dual analogs. Uh, it can play up to Dreamcast, uh, but it's a little bit uh, slower on that. It'd be per- it's perfect for MAME, uh, Super Nintendo, even a few N64 games, but more like your 16-bit, eight, uh, 8-bit titles. Yeah, and that's that's like the way, I mean, like when you're talking handheld, that's, that's mainly where I would be anyway. 8-bit, 16-bit, Game Boy, you know. Yeah, that era of games is what I'm mainly getting into. But yeah, I like you got you got your uh, you got some of your minis, some of your mini classics, and um, that NES back there is that like a pie? Is that a retro pie? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what that's the the pie. Nice. Uh, uh, I've got the uh, the original NES classic somewhere. Well, the box is way up there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you saying not you guys can't really it. see what I've got. Like, I've got like a ton of, you know, because I've been collecting Super Nintendo and NES games as I've been uh, repairing. I've been buying lots of SNES systems on eBay for as cheap as I can get them. And then I'll repair them and sell them. But I'll keep a lot oh. of the games that come in the lot. And then if I get a duplicate, then I'll sell it as part of, you know, whatever it, I'm, I'm selling the system. But I've amassed. You know, all I'm coming up on a hundred SNES games. I'm over a hundred NES games, uh, but I've so like I've got like a nice little. You you can kind of see like my uh, neon NES controller a little bit, uh, okay. but for the most mm-hmm. part, you can't really tell. But that's okay. That's okay. That's cool. So yeah, we are going to be talking about Zelda because you know we in the month in the month of March, twenty twenty one. Uh, that's the 35th anniversary of when Zelda was released in Japan, I guess. Right, guys? Yeah. yeah. I, um, did you say March? I think it was February. Oh, February. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Yeah, February. We're, we're recording this in March, so we're a little behind. But, I mean, that's okay because Nintendo really hasn't done anything special for the Zelda 35th, honestly. Uh, yeah. Keeping my fingers crossed they do something. Still, still waiting. We're still waiting because, you know, as Martin, I think you had pointed out, so the Nintendo had their direct last, well, earlier, I guess this month, not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, maybe, maybe even just a week ago, they had a direct. And so they had, um, I don't know, I forget the name of the director who they had come out, but I guess he's working on um, the port or no, he's working on the new Breath of the Wild sequel is what it is. And he was like, sorry, you know, like, I'm here and I'm, I'm going to tease you guys with nothing, basically. I don't have anything to show you. Yeah. 
but they did officially bring out the um was it uh what what was the remake that they're they're releasing later this year skyward sword skyward sword okay so not twilight princess but skyward sword uh which was the second wii u game right or wii game uh, this was the only game on wii as far as zelda right well, yeah, it, you got, it, it used the motion plus it was like specifically yeah. for the wii's yeah. motion controls where the other one they they kind of tacked on motion controls at the last moment you know because it was a gamecube game but, right. but this oh, one right. was like oh, right. specifically for the wii motion plus right right i remember that yeah and i martin has <laughs> i know we've talked in the past about nintendo delaying their titles to be released on their whatever new piece of hardware they have that's coming out very frustrating well it's um, interesting I mean, you mentioned that ron because <laughs> there are a lot of rumors for a yeah. 4k switch yeah or at least a dockable version of the switch that can play 4k and guess what yeah. we haven't seen anything of breath of the wild 2 <laughs> No, and the timelines no, yeah. are syncing up once again. Uh, once again, Nintendo's up to their same old tricks. Yeah, so the the recent, <laughs> I mean, Bloomberg has been reporting news of a Nintendo Switch Pro since like 2018. So yeah. to me, it's like another another report, whatever. Like until I see something, I don't even care anymore. Uh, but I mean, the latest news is, and lots of outlets are jumping on this. There's a OLED screen seven. Is it seven point two inch, or is it? I think 6. it's just seven inch. Seven inch. Okay, yeah. So they the got current one is six point two. That's it. Yeah. So you're gonna yeah. get an upgraded, um, like it's gonna be bigger in size and it's gonna be seven twenty p handheld. But when you dock it, it'll be supposedly capable of four K. And it again, and another thing too, and this this kind of aligns with Nintendo. It's part of the reason why I think maybe it's true. They're saying it's supposed to be probably shipping out for the holidays of 2021. So we won't even have to wait long if that's the case. Yeah. But I'll believe it when I see it, because like I say, I've been hearing reports, Bloomberg especially, like they'll always jump on it. Wall Street Journal, I think, had a report, especially back in like late 2018 of a, a pro because like the light was coming out. There's going to you know, like, remember that we're going to talk about a pro and a light and um, it just never materialized. And we know Nintendo, they're, they're going to, they're going to ride the switch out. They're going to release new versions of it. Like they did with 3ds, like they've done with other yeah. handhelds. They're not going to let it rest at pro or, I mean, just the regular switch that came out back in 2017, but you know, I'll buy it when it comes out. I'm for sure going to buy it. I, I, I think there's some, there's a lot of life still left in the switch. You know, you still, we still haven't yeah. seen prime two or I mean, prime uh, four. Is that what it is? We're going to get yeah, I don't know where that is. I mean, it, it could also be on the new system. Yeah, and, they have to be saving that for um, this. I don't even know if they're necessarily saving it per se, but they definitely have been holding on to that since mm -hmm. all we ever got was a teaser back in like, I guess it was like E3 2018. Yeah, and was, we never got a couple years ago at least. They're not a long time. Ago. But then, of course, I, you know, I had heard that they I had heard that they pretty much scrapped everything they had and were restarting with retro studios. Right. Same. Yeah. That's what I've heard, too. So that's cool. I mean, let them let them take their time. If it ends up coming out at the very end of the switch cycle or it comes out on the switch too, or whatever it is they decide to do. So be it. You know, that's fine. 
they still release plenty of games. I mean, we got like in that direct, we got like a new Mario golf game, which I'm excited about. Uh, you know, the direct wasn't like especially exciting, big, big news, but I mean, there was a little something for everybody. I felt like Martin, yeah. I know you probably watched it all. Nick, did you get a chance to go back and watch the direct? I, I only looked at just what games were interesting or whatever. Yeah. Not really. Got it. Got it. Well, I don't, I don't want to go too much on a tangent. I want to stay, try to stay on task a little bit. We, we are doing this episode, the first BitGeek podcast episode we've done since the Pac-Man 40th anniversary. This is all about Zelda. Uh, Mario had its big 35th anniversary announcement, and there were new games and like promotions and like contests. And that's ending at the end of this month. And we're we're all hoping, you know, fingers crossed, that they, we we'll get some more news for Zelda. Maybe we'll get some uh, HD remakes like we did with Mario. Um, I don't know why Nintendo wouldn't. I know that they've treated M- Metroid games like, you know, like Metroid pretty shadily in the past, but I mean, Zelda's kind of like their number two, right guys? Yeah. I agree with that. So. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is uh, we're just going to talk about the games that have been released for Zelda. We're not just going to talk about the NES game that came out in Japan back in 86, but we're, we're going to just kind of go, we're going to talk about, or at least mention every game that came out in the timeline. And then, you know, I have some notes. I have some, you know, like anecdotes from talking about Zelda, the special stories just to me. When we get to that game, maybe we could talk about those a little bit. Each one of us could have a turn. And if there's one where, like I say, like we just don't have anything to talk about, we can just go on to the next game. <laughs> like, I know, Martin, how much you love the CDI games, but we'll, we'll probably <laughs> not talk about those a lot. <laughs> So oh, come on, just, I know. Well, if you want to talk about them, you sure can. Give me just one second, guys. Uh, I think the only time I've actually played the CDI games was at the uh, Arcade Expo. Same. Same. Yeah. Same. yeah. yeah. Well, no. Actually, I take that back. I've seen them at Sears. I saw it once in a demo at Sears, and I tried oh, playing wow. it. Uh, yeah, and it was horrible. <laughs> but, and, and even at the arcade expo, I can only really remember the one because there's three of them. But I, I can only really remember the one that was kind of like uh, the the one with Link, and it was kind of like a side scroller kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm not even sure which one that it was that I saw because I do know that there were at least more than one. I, I I wouldn't have probably guessed there were three. Like I probably couldn't have told you that. I would have said two most likely, but yeah, gosh, that's, that's really funny. That's back when Nintendo would just like say yeah to whatever, basically at that point, (laughs) you want to have a Bob Hoskins, Mario movie, go right ahead. That's cool. (laughs) What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, so Zelda is like mainly the brain child of the great Shigeru Miyamoto, who is synonymous with Nintendo and he's just and anything that you love about Nintendo in your childhood. Miyamoto is probably behind it. Uh, the other guy who I know had a lot to do with it, whether it be just director or also game developer, you know, it's just another big part that you don't hear as much of as, as Shigeru is uh, Takashi Tezuka, I think is his name. He, 
he's just another name that if you just do Wikipedia searches for Zelda games, he's shown up in like pretty much all the Zelda games he's had a, a hand in creating. So those two guys are like the through line. They're the dream team of the Zelda games. And so the timeline goes, and the reason that we're doing this course, 35 years, 1986, The Legend of Zelda, the original NES cartridge. Um, Nick, I, I know we've talked about this game on the Big Geek Podcast before. We, I don't want to necessarily retread too much ground, but at the same time, I do want to talk about it, even if we do a little bit for those who are watching or listening and they've just not heard those episodes before. Um, I'm kind of a latecomer to Zelda. I'm mostly curious about you and Martin and what your experiences with the first Zelda game are. Um, Nick, but I'll, I will start with you, Nick. Uh, when, when you think of The Legend of Zelda for NES, like what, what kind of like, what, what comes to mind? Like, do you, can you explain or can you tell us like what was the first, when was the first time you noticed it? Uh, how yeah. you felt about it? The, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, seeing it at sears remember when sears would have like the 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 nes you know set up with like however many games like 10 games maybe more i don't remember uh but and yeah. it was timed yeah. like they gave you five minutes if that maybe it was a minute i don't i don't i don't remember but and it, it would long. reset on long. you and um i remember trying out zelda on that and just the because there was no other game like it. Well, I mean, I guess like Adventure on Atari was, you know, 2600 was maybe like it, but I wasn't really familiar with it at the time. Yeah. Uh, so, so I wasn't, I, I was used to Super Mario Brothers kind of a thing where you just go in one direction and, and you can't go back the other direction. You just go in one direction. And so I picked, and, and, and this is the funny thing is because like Super Mario Brothers, you go to the right. For whatever reason, I started and I went to the left and I didn't even go in the cave, right? I didn't get the sword. I just walked to the left and, you know, there's enemies around and I couldn't do anything about it. And I walked to the left some more and then there's a river and I'm like, well, I'm stuck. Now what do you do? <laughs> I, was, I was kind of frustrated with it and, and I didn't really pay it much attention much more after that it was just kind of like i don't understand this game it's frustrating what what are you supposed to do and, and so then a little bit of time went by not not a lot I, you know i'm not talking like years or anything and and for whatever reason we decided to rent it and, and I, I rented it with my friend eric cabo i mean you know him yeah and yeah. Um, and so thankfully with the rental you got the book with the map and everything you know the whole instruction book uh, if, if that stuff didn't come with it i, I don't know it, it, we probably would have been frustrated again but with that though it just opened up a whole new world so because now you know we've got this map in front of us and, and we're we're putting things together and the instruction book even kind of tells you like how to this is how you get to the first dungeon and it kind of walks you along and um so then it was just amazing. It's just this open world. And, and, you know, it just goes from there. Do you remember how far you got when you, when you rented it? 
was it like you alone or was it like something that you, Mark and Ruth, your brother and sister, did you all like kind of crowd um, on the uh, NES and play it together like as a group? I, I really, I really only remember playing it with Eric that time when oh, we rented yeah. it okay. um, sorry, sorry. and Mark and Ruth weren't even around um, with Ruth. I remember stories of uh, like she had a boyfriend at the time that she would just be on the phone with while he's playing Zelda <laughs> and she's just sitting there like listening to him play Zelda on the telephone and she on the um, tip line. Wow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, yeah I don't really have memories of playing it with like Mark and Ruth like huddled around uh, I just I only remember just uh, either that time I rented it with Eric or just by myself and drawing the maps and you know because I, I was always big even with Super Mario Brothers I was big on you know like inch forward a little bit in the game draw some more map go a little further draw the map and uh, so you know, what would have been cool is if you were to do that but make a copy and stuff it back into the video rental case for the next person. Oh, yeah, for, like, the next guy? The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how far you and Eric got that first night? Because it does have a battery save. I I, I want to say we got to about level three. But uh, I don't really remember. Now, were there, was there a save for, on the game already that you guys were tempted to check out, or was it blanked? I mean, you know, if there was... I, I'm going to say there had to have been. I mean, because... You know, there had to have been. Right. But right. but I don't think we were even tempted. I think we wanted to start fresh. Martin, what about you, man? Tell us tell us your introduction to Zelda. How that how did that go? So actually some of the origins are pretty similar. Uh, Sears catalog, some of my first uh I guess identifications with Zelda was just the iconic screenshot of of Zelda there in the catalog. I, growing up, uh, really didn't get into this that much. I was more of a Super Mario Brothers kid. Yeah. Um, and, and I, quite honestly, didn't really get into Zelda until after A Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. That was really my first exposure. Uh, I didn't get, I, I don't think I, I know I didn't get it a, a new copy of Legend of Zelda. I think it was like a yard sale or something. And, you know, with maybe a, a couple other games, I got it, tried it out, and I think there was a save game on it. Um, and quite honestly, I was super frustrated with it. <laughs> like, I didn't have the map or anything. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I just, I, I know that it was popular. I know from Nintendo Power, it was something I should probably get into, but... Yeah. It just it just didn't click with me for whatever reason. It just it just did not. I mean, I thought it was pretty hard, not really clear on what I was supposed to do. Because like most of the other games on the Nintendo, I go from left to right. And that's all I have to worry about is jumping on yeah. the guys and just shooting them. And this is like, what is this free roaming thing? I don't even think they had that term back then. And not it, on I a mean, console probably, yeah. No, no, I mean, in hindsight, I mean, it's genius, right? And, and it makes a lot of sense. But uh, however old I was at the time, it's just it just did not click. But when we get to a link in the past, then that was something that I, you know, I really dug into. 
I feel like you and I are similar in that respect, how like my love for Zelda really, really grew for when linked to the past. Um, so yeah, for me, Zelda is even like more delayed, maybe even more delayed than you, maybe, maybe not. Uh, it really wasn't until like around 88 or so that I first saw it in action. <clears throat> like Nick, I remember those Sears, you know, demo kiosks, but it was almost always on Super Mario Brothers. And the only other game that I really kind of recall playing on one of those kiosks where there was like a reset timer was uh, Metroid. And that was another mm. one that frustrated me because like I went to the right and immediately didn't have the morph ball so i was stuck <laughs> right, and i'm right. like trying to break stuff like mario i'm trying to break around you're know, like how do i get through this like this doesn't make any sense and i quit after a little while uh but when i the first time i actually saw it in motion it's like i have two distinct memories of the original zelda first one is that weird commercial that was playing a lot mm. in yeah. like 87 88 i guess Nick, you're, I'm counting it. You, you probably know this. I'm for sure more than me and I didn't research it. But like, do you know when the U S release of the legend of Zelda was? I, um, I want to say 87. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure on month. And so, yeah, 1987, I think I also think, I don't know around what time in 87, but it was for sure that like second wave, or maybe even third wave of NES games after the black box games where, you know, like now, now NES is like really hitting its stride. And, uh, you know, like I remember seeing that commercial and it's like, the, it's like this weird commercial. Like it's this guy and he's just zipping around and he's like, he's just like screaming about Octorox and mm -hmm. he's, his voice is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, do, he's doing all these weird choices. And I don't even know what the game is about, like at all. I'm like, what is happening? I'm so used to Super Mario Brothers and you know whatever else was out around the time. Contrasts, but, but they didn't have commercials. This had a commercial, so you knew immediately that it was like a big deal because it did have a commercial. And I was just like, what is happening? And then not, or I don't know how much after that commercial, I saw it and I saw it playing in a Walmart where there was no timer, like they just had a demo and you could just sit and play it for as long as you wanted. And yeah, I remember it's, picking it's it funny. Up. It's funny that you, you mentioned that commercial though, because as soon as you were talking about a commercial, I thought you were talking about that white boy rap one. Did you see the latest Nintendo newsletter? Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo entertainment system. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octorox Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get some. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separate. But, but this was a different commercial. Uh oh. <laughs> hmm. I never saw that one. I don't remember that one. I've seen oh, it since, and it's it's really great. It's like late '80s rapid great. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I don't think I ever saw that one during like watching my shows on you know during the afternoons. I saw that one that I'm talking about with the guy in the like black kind of turtleneck. I saw that one a million <laughs> times, and yes, it cracked me yeah. up every time. And I, I had no idea what was going on, to be honest. But yeah, so at Walmart, I remember seeing it around, you know, 88-ish. 
Uh, I don't even know if I had an NES at this point. I'm thinking maybe I didn't. I think it was around this time that I was starting to ask for one. My neighbors all had NESs, so I was playing Super Mario Brothers and stuff across the street at friends' houses, but I don't think I actually had one yet. And so I'm at, you know, I'm at Walmart, I'm checking it out, and I'm just so amazed. Like, I'm kind of like you, Nick. Like, I didn't really know what was going on, but I loved the music. The music was so good. Yeah. The 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 bright colors. Um, it it just yeah. you know I had full health, so I think I could shoot the. Now in Zelda, when you were full health, even at the beginning, you could still kind of shoot if you had full health, right? Like that wasn't something you had to get later on, was it? Yeah, even when you start at, at three hearts, as long as they're yeah. full, then you can yeah. shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so because like I remember, I feel like I remember doing that and then getting hit. And then not having that ability anymore and having to get up up close and personal, like hitting. That's the best part um, of the game, by the way, where you can oh, shoot yeah. <laughs> with your sword. Oh, I love that. I love that. And that's that's not really been a thing ever since, has it? I don't think with the shooting of the blast. Uh, they've, they've done it. Um, it. It's. I don't think it's ever really quite been the same. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure but, if the 3D ones have done it. It's more like um, the spin attack now. Oh yeah, the charge attacks. Yes, because the that's, yeah. uh, that's the Super Nintendo sure. one, the Super Nintendo one definitely did it. But, uh, but I'm not sure but, after that. I just loved how easy it was to move around, and it was so fluid. And it kind of reminded me, like you know, when you would walk into like a Radio Shack, or there was a kid in my neighborhood who had a, like a PC, like a you know, like a Tandy kind of deal, and he had games like King's Quest where they were adventure games, but they were very like slow and static and the screen kind of, it, it wasn't like you weren't really controlling the character that quickly. It wasn't so responsive as Link was in The Legend of Zelda, but it reminded yeah. me of that. Like you're in this adventure and, you know, Nick mentioned adventure for the Atari, but I, I didn't have adventure for Atari and I don't know anybody that had it. So like that wasn't something that was like really in my preview. But it, it kind of instantly sort of reminded me of that. I was like, here's this little hero, and he's able to go anywhere he wants, and you're on this quest. I gathered all that just from playing it for a few minutes. Um, but I mean, And just, just the title screen just really draws you in, I think, with the yeah. waterfall yeah. and the music, and then it, it yeah. starts to scroll yeah. with all the, the power-ups and stuff you can get, collect on the way, kind of tells a little story. Yeah, it's but very I iconic. Think- Super. And it's, it's Zelda's very good with the, like the cinematic storytelling for sure. But I feel like at that moment, I, I kind of decided that this was cool, but it wasn't really for me. You know, like I, I'm like Martin, I was like more into Mario in like 88. I was more chasing like the arcade experience, you know, like I was more into games like double dragon and Shinobi in arcades um, I enjoyed Mario. I love the S, like the, how action packed that was and how many secrets there seemed to be. You know, Zelda, as much as I thought it was cool, it, it just didn't seem like it was for me. So I never really pursued it all that much. And the other thing that really kind of stands out to me too is in 89, a strike against it for me personally. Maybe you guys disagree, but one big strike against it was when in 89, when the Super Mario Brothers Super Show came out. <laughs> and how fun that was and how great that was on oh, yeah. Fridays they had the Zelda episodes 
and I hated yeah. those. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I actually like them. I like them. I waited for Fridays. <laughs> I I respect that guys, but like Link was such an annoying character for me, and Ganon. You're like, not wrong. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he was. Ganon. I love Nick that link you showed from YouTube where it was like the Legend of Zelda, like dubbed with Beavis and Butthead voices. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh. oh my god, you have to YouTube that. Like, just YouTube Ze- Legend of Zelda, Beavis and Butthead. It, you will laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, I just wanted to watch. I mean, as corny, as cheesy as those Super Mario Super Show episodes were, it was what I was there for. And it, to me, it was like, ah, I- oh, man. I think what I was always excited about, and, and this was even for the Mario cartoons, was I was always looking for the references to the games. And mm-hmm. and so just excited, like, oh, they're, they've introduced, like, that character that's, you know, on that world or whatever this time. And, and it was it was more about the references than, like, what was actually happening, the story, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, another thing that like comes to my mind when I think about the Legend of Zelda, and Martin kind of mentioned it in passing a bit, was how long it was ranked number one in the Nintendo Power uh, top thirty list they would do each month. Yeah, oh, it yeah. was like always number one, no matter what. You know, like you'd have certain games that would crack. You know, like it would crack the thirty, and then like a month or two later, it would kind of make its way up to the top five. But Zelda was like always in the top five forever, forever. And it always, I always like felt like I really was missing out and I never bought the game because, you know, resources are limited when you're a kid. You can choose to buy toys or, or, you know, ask for toys for Christmas or, or games. And I had a couple of, I had like a Master System and an NES and a Genesis at one point. So it's not like I had a, I had to really pick and choose my games. And oh, I, wow. I, I really was always chasing that like arcade port experience. But I, I probably didn't buy uh, or I didn't get Legend of Zelda until like Martin, similar to like a, like a yard sale buy. And I was yeah, I mean, very... I, I didn't even uh, have the first game for the longest time. It was just from renting it that I played it. Um, mm-hmm. I picked up the second game before I ever had the first game. There was there was some kind of like Nintendo. Um, it, it wasn't like the flea market, but you know it was something like that. <laughs> where it, you know that they there there was something that uh, it was like across the street from the fairgrounds. I think it, it was at like one of the the hotels or something where they they have like this kind of you know Nintendo you know con kind of thing. But it, you know it's just really small and it was just vendors selling games. And um, I, I picked up Zelda 2 because I thought, oh, you know, Zelda is popular and everybody loves it. And so Zelda 2's got to be great, right? But I can, we'll probably get into that, right? <laughs> That's a good we segue. Will, for sure, yeah. I didn't own Zelda until years later when I picked it up used secondhand. And I wanted it because I was so attracted to the, the gold cartridge. So, so unique so cool oh like yeah Martin actually had held it up he had it on his uh camera but i loved it this, I this one's a little so uh, cool. sticky but i mean what kid would not want this right and even in the box it had like the cutout sort of where you could see the uh gold cartridge inside 
Yeah. I remember seeing that like at Walmart, you know, like places where you could kind of see it behind the counter and I was like thinking like, that looks cool. Like I, I know it's not for me, but it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you it knew was it was special me. just because of the color. Yeah. It turns out it was for me and I was like depriving myself of it. But yeah, Nick, you were talking about the uh, like seeing seeing it at a like a not not a flea market, but some sort of secondary market, secondary show. Yeah, yeah, they just a bunch of vendors selling Nintendo games. Uh, so it's just like boxes and boxes of NES games to flip through and to buy. And uh, so I came yeah. across Zelda too, you know, thinking like, oh, you know, uh, Zelda's great. Let me get Zelda too. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I bugged mom to buy it for me, and she did. And, and uh, yeah. and you know, I mean, it it's not as good as the first game, but it, <laughs> it's, it's good, but, you know. It's not that it's not good. It's just... It's different. 100%. It, it's yeah. so different. Very different. It, it follows that, like, Nintendo um, blueprint where they were very different with their sequels to popular games, obviously. You know, Simon's Quest is another example of that. Yeah, I was where, just like, thinking that. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that's the only one, too. Like, I think there were some other. I mean, like, Mega Man, like, thank God, they just kept improving. You know, like, we'll, we'll give him a slide this time. You know, like, it's still great. Well, that didn't come till 3. <laughs> well, I know. I know. But I'm just saying, when 3 came along, they didn't make it, like, a turn-based right. RPG. They <laughs> just made it, like, 2, but better. Right. <laughs> and and two, 2 is, like, arguably the best one. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I, I get the most enjoyment from two. The I think it's the the robot masters I like the best in two, really. Uh, but you know, with, with Zelda, I mean, we it sounds like except for Nick, maybe we you know we we kind of came across it a bit later. I don't know, maybe maybe it just got lost in the minutia of Nintendo. Um, if you think even too, like in the late eighty eight, eighty nine, that time period, you know, you had. There was all the well, Nintendo cereal had Zelda. There, there was yeah. that. Like, it's not like Nintendo completely ignored it. I mean, I knew about like, Zelda, but it's like you know, I just really wasn't into it. I was more into the Mario stuff. Right, and even like Captain N, like it didn't. You know, there was no mention of Zelda and Captain N. Not that there was Mario either, but yeah. even even there were like chances to slip in some Zelda stuff. They 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 didn't. I mean, it wasn't the Super Mario Super Show every Friday. Uh, and I've since gone back and watched those, and I now that I'm a fan of Zelda, I appreciate them so much more. But it, it would be as if like they put out like a Final Fantasy cartoon on Thursdays, and like you know, like I said, no no love for Final Fantasy, and like a whole day was devoted to Final Fantasy, even though like that's another game that was huge for Nintendo, had a gigantic following, but it just wasn't for me, and I just. I looked at it as like, even though now I know it's more of an action RPG, I just looked at it as like a King's Quest type game, like an RPG, like this just isn't for me. I just, I wish, I wish I didn't think that back then, but that's just the way I looked at it. You know, Um, probably the only thing I remember from, you know, Zelda 2 was that commercial where it just shows like, you know, Link and Link, you know, hitting some guys and it's like the screen's flashing and it's like, okay. I mean, I don't I even remember, remember the commercial. The, commercial. Zelda! the legend of Zelda continues. Defeat your enemies. Save the kingdom. Use your sword. Beware. I cannot help you. Zelda! Find the crystal. 
adventure of Link. And now, get into the latest Nintendo games, Ghostbusters 2 and Iron Sword. Only from Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Really? Yeah, I don't think so either, yeah. I need to look that up. That's interesting. I will too, yeah. I, I don't. That's interesting that I don't remember seeing that. Um, so I guess we could, I mean, unless you all want to, I mean, the, this version of this game is sort of the catalyst as to why we're doing this episode, I guess, technically, because it's the 35th anniversary of that game. But I want to talk about Zelda as a whole. And unless you guys had anything else you want to mention about The Legend of Zelda, the OG Legend of Zelda, we can move on <laughs> to other games. No, I think I'm, we've I'm kind of covered it. Okay. So the second game that we'll talk about in the timeline is The Adventures of Link that came out in 1987. Again, I think these release dates in this website are Japan release dates. I don't think that that was a U.S. release date. It had to be more like 88 or 89. Um, because Super Mario Brothers 2, I think, came out in 88. And I always remember like those two being... I closely relate those two games for some reason. I think they were released right around the same time. And so, Nick, I think the first time maybe that I really had a good look at Zelda 2 was maybe at your house, because you owned this, right? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we just said I bought it, or my mom bought it for me. <laughs> yeah. Talk talk about Zelda 2. Like, what, what was your, like... You know, what did you know about Zelda 2? Because I know you had Nintendo Power, but I don't know if you had it at this time. Um, when you got the... I, I really didn't know anything about it going in. Just that I had played Zelda 1, and I liked it. And so here's the sequel. So let's get the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah. And so, like we said, it's very different. It's a side-scroller. But I'm used to side-scrollers. I play Mario, so that's okay. So this one jumps and everything. So, you know, I mean, I kind of got into it. it. It had elements of the first Zelda and elements of Mario thrown in. So, um, you know, I, I played through it um, and, and enjoyed it. I mean, it, you know, it's, again, it's very different than the other Zelda, but I liked it. And uh, the one thing that I really remember about Zelda 2 though is when I let you borrow it and come to find out that you used my save file to skip ahead to do because I I was very surprised when you told me at one point how far you were and and, um, this is great I don't remember this at all this is like a totally new (laughs) but but you being you too you you were trying to hide that you were using my save file until I finally (laughs) found out because you were using like there's that fairy magic that you can turn into a fairy and then then you can just like skip across it was me for sure oh it was you you for sure it was was you for sure (laughs) (laughs) this is awesome but, I don't remember this at all. But see, this is a the, brand new the, the thing that I remember, because there's, there's, a, there's a, a part in the game, um, uh, you know, where, where um, you got to go see Bagu. Bagu is my name. You know, go see the, the river man, you know, so, so that it'll, it'll make, create the bridge so that you can, like, get to the next area. And if you don't go find this guy, it won't create the bridge. And... Um, mm-hmm. You you had my save file that had like the fairy magic, and you never even you never even created the bridge. You just floated over the water with the fairy magic, 
and, and had no idea that because I was like, "What are you doing? You you don't even have that bridge." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't. I still don't remember this. I still don't remember this. And what's making it really hard too, because like I never beat Legend of Zelda two. Like I've gotten you know a few hours into it with emulation and like you know NES emulators, NES classic and things. I've played it some, and I actually kind of like it now. Um, I w- I actually wouldn't mind you know beating it, but uh, I I don't remember this at all, dude. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> Yeah, when they, when they re-released so, it, so like I guess I got what was I like? This game sucks. Like, what was I uh, like? I don't really yeah. remember that. Um, I mean, I think you liked it fine. Was I bragging that I beat it or something? No, that was Mega Man Two. <laughs> I know that. I know that. That's well traversed. We know that story. No, I, I think you were you kind of went on about how it's hard and you know the usual things yeah. that everybody says, really. Yeah. Well, it's got that overworld too. Like we're yeah, there are the parts that are two D, uh, side scrolling, but you also have to travel through like you know this overworld, and you it does that thing about like games like Dragon Quest that that actually, RPG element where you just get right, yeah yeah the RPG you get you get dragged into these things, and I don't want like the do random it. encounters just, and things. As soon as the yeah, as soon as you you stray off of the path. That's what I didn't like about it, you know. I didn't play much of it back in the day, but when I have gone back and played it here last few years, it's just I just didn't like that feature where you're walking along and then there's like these shadows of these enemies, and then you just kind of get pulled into it. Uh, yeah, it just it, it was like really a waste off-putting. of time. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It's like padding it out, but it was neat to like talk to the townspeople a little bit. I mean, that's a very RPG game. Uh, style of element but i i like that you you know you could you could get you know like power-ups like you can keep getting powered up and if you die then you just lose it all yeah. you know you just you're, you're kind of bad yeah so it, it it's a game that i don't ever remember renting maybe maybe that's maybe that's what it was nick maybe i didn't see you play it at your house i knew you owned it because i borrowed it from you maybe that's the memory that i have <laughs> yeah i let Whatever you borrow it, was, it for a little like, while and i, I know I know that you had let me borrow games, and like one of those games we're definitely going to be talking about. It's going to feature prominently in a future story in a future game. But yeah, we, I, I would, I remember borrowing games from you and like trying games out because I mean that's what kids would do, you know. Like you couldn't get all the games, but I mean, and I, I don't know like if I let you borrow something in return or I mean like there we usually had different things to to play, and I, I know like a friend of mine, Danny, Danny B. I'll just say. <laughs> that you also know, like, we, we would lend each other's, like, whole systems out. Like, he would let me use his Super Nintendo, and I would let him use my Sega Genesis, and, like, I would give him, like, my whole library of games. He would give me his whole library of games, and uh, you'd get a chance to, to play those games, whereas you would normally probably never get to. Yeah. As a, as a kid who maybe gets a couple games a year for birthday, Christmas, right. um, what have you. So, uh well, and, and that's yeah, just Zelda it about that that time one. too. Yeah. That like when you know I stuck through it and played Zelda two, where maybe I wouldn't in like this day and age. That there's just so much to do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because you only got like that one game, and and so yeah. you you mm-hmm. stuck with that one game. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a really good point. That's a nice thing of back then was 
there wasn't a wide variety of games. It's almost a problem nowadays. It's like there's so many games you don't even know where to start. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got Steam, yeah. you got the Xbox Marketplace, you got PlayStation Online. I mean, it's just like where do you you're, begin? You're overwhelmed with choice all the time, you know. Yeah, right. and then there's mobile games and just wow. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you I have 15 games in shrink wrap right now i'm not even kidding at all yeah. like just games that like i'll pick them up on black friday like dirt cheap and just not even open them up like they're just there for me whenever i feel like getting around to it oh it's even worse but, yeah, uh, digital games because it's like you know amazon prime you get free games uh epic store you get all these free games epic, i clip yeah. all those so i'm like epic's got like a game every week or something really yeah and, just here's a here's a yeah. game Here's a full friggin' game for free because <laughs> I think I've got like thirty games on the Epic Store that I've not even tried once. Yeah. But, um, but that that is I like that I really really like that point, Nick, because there were definitely games too that I would get, and they weren't even like games. A lot of times that I just really was looking forward to, they'd just be games that I could afford, you know, like whether it be at a big lots type place where they have a bin of NES games or that are discounted and you would just pick up games that you never heard of, but it's got like a, it's got like a, a Godzilla like creature on the cover. <laughs> and you're just like, I mean, it's 10 bucks. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just terrible. It's just the worst piece of shit ever. <laughs> but like you just play a bunch of it cause it's what you had. And it kind of tided you over until like the next big present, you know, like the next big holiday and you get the big, you know, the big mm -hmm. games. But, I mean, I don't really... I just have... I'm really glad you brought that memory up, Nick. This, this is why I love doing the Big Geek Podcast with you, man. Because, like, I don't remember <laughs> that at all. And, like, even though I... You know, sometimes, like, you'll mention something and it jogs the memory loose. And I love that. Like, I don't... I'm not even jogging the memory <laughs> loose. But I love, I love it that I did that. <laughs> I love that I, like, took your save file and tried to do something like that. <laughs> Uh, so here's this is an interesting junction of the show for me because the next game technically really is uh, the Super Nintendo Zelda Link to the Past which is a game I you know in my book it's 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 for sure like in the top three of my all time video games not just Zelda games like it's just I love it so much and the funny thing is it's not it's actually not the next Zelda game and here's what I wanted to talk to you, Nick, about. I wanted to try to get this timeline out in my head, straightened up a bit. Now, I had a Game Boy. The next, technically the next game in the timeline is Link's Awakening from 1993. Am oh, I right so, so no. you're not doing by release. You're doing by Nintendo's timeline. Uh, no, I think these are by release. Well, I see that A Link to the Past was in 91. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Link's okay. Awakening was patterned right, after right. A Link Sorry. to the Past. I'm getting, I'm getting a detail mixed up because I didn't play Link to the Past until 94. Oh. That was when I really played it. So, sorry, let's, let's do 1991. <laughs> yeah, it came out in November of 91. <laughs> so, yeah. Apologies, everybody. I know you're going to like tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible host. <laughs> you're fired. He loves A Link to the Past. He doesn't even know We, we try to keep you straight. No, it, yeah. It, <laughs> I appreciate that. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to. But A Link to the Past is a weird one for me. Like I remember 
I remember being at my friend Danny's, and uh, I don't know, it wasn't 91, but it must have been maybe around 92-ish. And maybe maybe you guys can help me with this timeline, too, based on some of the games that I'm going to mention. Um, so he had the Super Nintendo. I had the Sega Genesis. Uh, Nick, you remember I had, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And I know that came out in, like, 91 as well. So I had that. He had the Super Nintendo. I didn't get that on release. It took me a year or two later to, before I got that. Because I, I made my choice. I was a Sega Genesis guy and an NES guy for the foreseeable future. So... I was over at Danny B's and he had, I remember he had obviously Super Mario World, which is awesome. Oh yeah. You know, like what a game. You could just sit and play that for hours and hours and hours. But he, he had other games. He had, so he had Castlevania 4. He had Bill Aimbeer Basketball, <laughs> but he also had, I know this is such a funny, like, and I, we played that more than we did other games, but he also had a link to the past. So I'm trying to think about the release. Was was Castlevania for a re, a launch title, or did that come out sometime after if, the Super Nintendo was released? If it wasn't, really I think it was very close. I, I feel like it was after, but not long after. Right. Because I remember looking at like well, even a link to the past no, wasn't technically a launch game, right? Like that came out sometime shortly. Uh, after. Yeah, it was uh, pretty a link close. To the past was early on, but not launch. I don't think. But very early on. So let's just say, let's just say for argument's sake that it was maybe early 92, early to mid 92 is when I first laid eyes on The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. And he puts it in. And of course, you know, like when you have a new system, you really want to show off the new features of a new system. And he, I mean, Nick, we've talked about this in the past, the whole like the rainstorm. Oh, yeah. You put it in. You start out the game in the rainstorm, and it's just, it's so. And just just before even that part, though, just the the Triforce pieces, they're rotating. I mean, just seeing something like that Mm -hmm. on the Super Nintendo, to me, was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That was that Mode 7 heavily hyped mode seven feature kind of coming around like with like you said that the triforce comes together and but we we didn't play it a ton because zelda again that's a game you got to really invest some time in and super mario world billing beer uh and and metro or i'm sorry castlevania those are games you can just jump right in and just play a bit of it and be totally satisfied you can play it for 20 minutes or you can play it for hours. It's still super satisfying. But with, he just wanted to like show off the first bits of this of Link to the Past. So I had, I immediately it was the top down. So like I recognized the original Zelda aesthetic, and I always liked that. But you just you had that beautiful color palette of the Super Nintendo, and the sound chip. You know, it was oh all yeah, working, the sound effects all working together. You know, really stood out. Yeah, um, but. It wasn't until night. It was summer of '94 when Nick, you were going on vacation, and you know, you you guys would take off and go on vacation for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, I, I, I guess I talked you into letting me borrow pretty much like all your Super Nintendo games. Um, and I, I probably had a Super Nintendo by '94, so. I remember it so distinctly, dude. I remember like popping that game in. You even gave me your strategy. Oh. You let me, and that was crucial, dude. You have no idea. So okay, so that 
that that strategy guide. If I hadn't had that strategy guide, I probably wouldn't have been a lover as much as I am. Um, oh my god, I want that so bad. Like I keep looking on eBay. Like people want like a hundred bucks. Oh uh, yeah, man, right on top, right here. <sighs> I love it so much, dude. I'm glad you didn't but, tear it up. Thank you for that. So yeah. I've got my dude. This Beautiful. is this isn't even like a custom box. This is this is like an actual original that, box. Like I I got like a lot. This guy had a lot of games, and this was one of them. Like he's it had like the top secret tips and the map I, and everything, dude. It's like I'm gonna so one up you, man. Beautiful. That's an original box, but you got it recently. This <laughs> yeah is my original box from back then, and it's. It's it's ah. still in good condition. That looks pristine. It's it's that's good. I I joked because Nick, I know how well how well you take care of your stuff, and I thought this guy must have been like Nick's long lost <laughs> brother because he kept such good care of all his games. Dude, he had like Zelda, Contra Three, Final Fantasy Two. Uh, mystical ninja like oh, I love mystical like 10 ninja games and they were all nice. perfect in perfect condition I couldn't believe it and I got them like for such a good deal that you know like sometimes like people talk about like the ho like the holy grail of deals like on eBay like I've had mine I won't ever get a good one again <laughs> this that's the one I got but I love that game so much and Nick I thank you so much for lending me that game and that strategy guide because uh, you were you're away. You're doing your California trip or whatever, and I'm, I've got your strategy guy. And I just bought Stone Temple Pilots Purple, <laughs> which was released in the summer of ninety four. Stone Temple Pilots. And I was listening to, yes, yes. You know, like those memes that say like yeah. I'm this old, you know, and it'll be like a, like an old cash register. I don't know, whatever. Like Fisher Price toy. Like that's I'm this old. Like you know, like the the Stone Temple Pilots Purple. So I was listening to that with my headphones on and I, I played the legend of Zelda, a link to the past pretty much nonstop for, I guess it took me like a couple of days and I just beat it. I was, I loved it so much. And if I got stuck in a couple places, whereas in the past I would just give up on the game, I would just look in the <laughs> strategy guide and it helped me out. It helped me through. So it, it goes down to this day as one of my all time favorite gaming experiences playing through, a link to the past and it the ironic thing is is it was like three years after it came out but i love that i love that i that was able to connect with that game at that time and you know like i i don't know what other games nick lent me but you know i was just i was just blown away by that game it's it's it was so fun and i hold that memory so near and dear to my heart and nick i'm so i'm happy i'm so happy that you still <laughs> have that strategy guide even in such good shape and i wouldn't buy that like i'll pay the hundred bucks i guess to get to get my hands on one of the, i i want it so bad i want that map the map that folds out and everything it's in so good but yeah so that that's sort of my experience with the legend of zelda link to the past uh martin why don't why don't you talk about yours because you already mentioned how like that was the first game that really sold oh yeah i mean i i was a uh, it, man Still am a, you know, Nintendo kid. So, you know, when the Super Nintendo was being advertised in Nintendo Power, you know, I was sold and hooked on Super Mario World. You know, I was one of the first ones to get a Super Nintendo. 
And, you know, right after Super Mario World, I saw Zelda and I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even think I related <laughs> the original NES game to the Super Nintendo game. Like I it, the Nintendo game wasn't even in my on my radar at all. But I was like, well, what is this Zelda for Super Nintendo? Just like the graphics and I was, you know, just impressed with the audio and and just like you know, what I thought at the time was like the lighting and the dungeons, you know, like the flickering of the candles and things. I mean, it was just yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, because there would be light coming through. It would come oh, down yeah. and it gave that yeah. dimension. Yeah, it's beautiful. You couldn't get that experience yeah. in any other game. And the thing that really got me into it was Nintendo Power. They had, um, I, I think it was over quite a few issues. They had uh, the Zelda comic. I don't know if you guys ever saw the Zelda comic yeah. and the Nintendo Power issues. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Really drew me into it. Um, and I I was really into that, and I think the comics kind of drove my interest in the game as well. Mm-hmm. Are these the comics that are like the manga books yes. that you can get? Like, yeah. you, have you yeah. seen them? Okay, cool. I gotta get those because I've seen them. They come in like the chest. Well, no, those are different though. Actually, those are newer. These were Japanese, uh, originally Japanese comics. Uh, The the artwork is all by Japanese artists. But but those in that chest you're talking about are they're actually different. They they do have a collection of them now that you can buy. Okay. Okay. I need to get those because I'm I'm becoming more of a manga fan. It's funny in my older <laughs> age. Like I've got some Transformer manga books, and now I'm used to like mm-hmm. reading them from like the back page and all that crap. Like you got you really got to get used to manga. Like it's such yeah. a weird experience. Like at first, but I, I want to pick up those Zelda mangas because I, I feel like the, yeah, the, the collection crazy. though aren't in like you know how usually mangas in kind of a smaller kind of book. This is not. It's more kind of mm-hmm. like this size kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty oh, short. Right? Uh, Do you have? I, I don't have that collection. I, I wouldn't mind getting it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's fine. Uh, the other thing that really stood out too was the dungeons, because I think you know, in in this version of Zelda, it's really when the dungeons, for me at least, were like, wow, this is something special. It's really interesting. The puzzles. You know, aside from the NES version, just there was nothing like that on the Super Nintendo. There was nothing really like that on the the Genesis or any other system. Um, so, I mean, just the dungeon crawling mm-hmm. aspect, and and then the ability to go, you know, to the the dark side of Hyrule. Or I can't think of what the name of it is. It's just yeah, you know, it's just it, it to me. It felt like a huge, huge game. You know, with with a lot of exploration, it like doubled yeah. it doubled yeah. it, right? Basically, you get two two whole maps to deal like light side. The guess dark world, dark, right? Mm. Dark world, yeah. That was a cool Very element cool. for sure. I do I do enjoy that. Um, Nick, you want to jump in there? Like, did did you jump right off with Legend of Zelda? Like, went. Did you get it right away, or did you well, pick it up later? How- I, I was kind of late to the game because I didn't even have a Super Nintendo um, for maybe a, a year, maybe. I don't know. I, I saved up for it, I think, 
and bought one. And, um, I mean, I was in high school at the time. Um, but the, the thing that stands out to me though, when I bought Zelda, I, um, it, it, it was a, it was a milestone for me because I, I think I just got like birthday money or something. And so, so I had, you know, money to burn, so to speak. And I bought <laughs> two games the same day. That was Whoa. huge back then. I'd never done anything like that before. Baller. Two games the same day. I got Street Fighter 2 and Zelda Link to the Past. And that was a oh, good day. Yeah. That was what a good that? day. Holy shit. That is a good <laughs> Which one did you play first? Holy moly. Street Fighter. That's a had to be Street That's Fighter. an excellent question, and I don't remember. Um <laughs> I, I'm gonna say Street Fighter just because probably just knowing Zelda will take time, you know. It, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense too. Like, yeah, you you kinda like if you're looking at both those games and you're just like, Oh, who do I go with first? Uh yeah, Street Fighter is an arcade game, so you can jump yeah. in and out of it pretty yeah, quick. Street sure Fighter on Super good. Nintendo, also, man. Was, it was just so good. I mean, I know it's it not perfect, but I mean I, I mean that was just like what you'd mentioned, Ron, where you were chasing the arcade ports, and I mean that was it right. for me. I mean, I, I mean, you just didn't have oh, that Street on the Genesis, Fighter. yeah. Street Fighter Two. You had Sega games, like you could get like an Altered Beast or like a Golden Axe. Like those were pretty close. Yeah. But I mean, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two for Super Nintendo was it. It was, I. I mean, I, I'm sure you could look at it with a critical eye nowadays and see, like, well, that's not the same. But to me, it's at the still time, pretty playable. With my little controller. But we're oh, not talking yeah. about Street Fighter. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Little tangent, little yeah. tangent. But, uh, uh, but, but, but with a link to the past, Nick, please. Yeah, all, just all those details you've all already mentioned, like with the lighting and whatnot. And the another thing I remember just loving was the arrows when you would shoot an arrow. And it would like oh, stick yeah. in a wall and be like, boom. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. The, but, it's the little things with Zelda. Yeah, it, I want to know. I remember that just, right, that just reminded yeah, me. It's like when the soldiers try to chase you, and it just seemed like they were yeah. sticking out of the soldiers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it when they would stick out of the soldiers and they're walking around with the arrows still in them. Yeah, <laughs> but that the 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 layers, the levels of Zelda in in the Super Nintendo version, so good, so iconic. You you really appreciate the way it unfolds. Like you get deeper into the dungeon and you start to realize like these are this is levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like walking yeah, up this, the little stairs, is... and uh, and yeah. there'd be the pits. Mm -hmm. You know, you can knock a soldier like uh, into the abyss, and he's like, Ooh. yeah, right. And it right. looked like it was three D, right? Like the dungeons yeah. had kind of like that yeah. view yeah. in a way, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, absolutely. I like the way and they Nintendo did that. Was so so ahead of their time, so great, so much better than anything else that was out there. And you know, it it sucks that like I waited that long to to enjoy it, but I did, and I'm here. You know, like, I'm all for <laughs> Zelda, all from from here on out. Uh, there, well, I mean, it's funny I say that. Like, I loved the Link to the Past so much, but then there were some like blank spaces for me, so I can't necessarily say that. Uh, but you know, a Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. It sounds like a, to a lot of us, it's you know, it's probably going to be in the top three of all of our lists. We're we're gonna, it's going to be ranking highly. Yeah. 
uh, and is is great. And I, you know, I definitely went back and beat Zelda after beating A Link to the Past. Like I was just like craving more Zelda. And that that'll lead me to um, the next game, which is Link's Awakening. And here here is where I'm. I might need Nick's help. He might be able to recall this for me. So the Game Boy version of Zelda, which came out, and it looked so similar to... It just looked like a grayscaled version of the Super Nintendo game, which was so oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, like when, when Game Boy was first coming out, you it was a novelty to be able to play games that weren't Tiger Electronics, you know, <laughs> like the horrible graphics. Uh-huh. But it was like a, a little NES game, and then and then Game Boy really hit their stride, and they started really like being able to like have full gaming experiences. And Zelda was one of those first games for me. Like there was Super Mario Land Two was for sure one of those. Kirby, the first Kirby game, was one of those. But like you know, a Link's Awakening was for sure. I mean, like that felt like a full Zelda game. Oh yeah, in a little little cartridge. I mean, you know, in this like little guy right here. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I got the DX version. Yours is black. Oh, you got the DX version. Like I've got the original. Like you know, like, th- this is mine. This is actually mine. I still have it. I didn't get mine out. That's man. not left over. <laughs> yeah. It's not in front of me. I wish I still had the box, but I don't. Yeah, but so here, here's what there I'm are trying those to work too. out, Nick. Maybe this is where you can remember. Yeah, we'll we'll get to those. I'm sure. So I remember Nick, you and I playing this game together in the back of your all's the family car, and I don't know. Here's here's what I remember. I remember playing it in the back seat. I remember like us going to uh, like I, I we must have been going to like a flea market or something. Like that was the <laughs> ultimate destination. We were going to a flea market maybe, but I also remember us making stops to like your dad's office or work. I think we stopped by. You know, I don't really want to say what it was, but, you know, and so like I know we were there and I remember being more, I got real car sick, like the worst case of car sickness I've ever had in my entire See, life. See, I don't remember this. But you don't no, remember this I don't at all? I remember this. Well, we were playing this game together at the same time. And so here's, here's my, in my, in my like. You, so you don't remember this at all? Damn, this, this, so this isn't going to help me flush well, out this memory. Well, I, I, so, what I do remember is a little different, but I want to hear, hear yours play out. So I remember us both playing Zelda um, Link's Awakening at the same time, and I feel like in my brain, in my memory of it was, we were pretty much in the same places almost for the most mm-hmm. part. So to me, that tells me we must have gotten it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because we were playing, we were like really similar in, in the same spot of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think you might have been just a hair ahead of me. But I remember that. So if that game came out in 93, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Did did I only, did, did, did we get this at the same time after my 94 experience of Link to the Past? Was I so excited? Or was I so excited about Game Boy? And that I wanted a really awesome Game Boy game. Did I get a Link's Awakening first and was trying to play? I think, and I I think you'd already played a Link to the Past, and so you just had to have Link's Awakening. I think. See, that's what that's how I remember it. But when I was looking at the release dates, I saw there was that year difference. Or I mean, not year, but well, year. It came out a year before when I beat it in '94. So that's why 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 do you? think no a link to the past was 94 for you i okay so i it 
I had to do a little bit of sleuthing. I re so one of my major memories of beating it was listening to Stone Tip of Pilots. Right, you mentioned that. Yeah, that is that's forever okay. linked. And so that and didn't that come out until ninety four. Summer of okay, ninety four. Right, you mentioned that. Right, and and I know you take vacations. You would take those vacations in the summertime. So it, I probably was, I was already a fan of STP. I just got the new album and was listening to it while playing. Well, it. okay. See, so that's how I put that and, together. And <laughs> I mean, as far as like us getting games, you know, later, I mean, that totally checks out. At that time, we weren't getting games when they were first released. Um, okay. But yeah, so I'm, I'm really not sure which you got first i mean, my guess would be i i think it was i'm with you i think that i was really stoked to play it because i loved link to the past yeah. so much so that means that means we both got it after a year or two after link to the past came out or i mean not before it came out but but because so like if if the game boy version of link's awakening came out in 93 we both then, got it then we got it the next so year it sounds like I, I believe it. Yeah. Okay. So what what is your memory of that so, day? Well, very similar that we were playing it around the same time and kind of checking up on each other as far as like, where are you at now? Where are you at now? But most of that that I remember is I was on a trip to Chicago at the time and um but seeing that's where it gets fuzzy because you weren't there though but i'm trying to figure out how i contacted you because we didn't have cell phones so no. it would have been after you got back from chicago we would have called on yeah. the phone regular phone so <laughs> well well i mean for me link's awakening like i got frustrated like there's a point where you have to you get a shovel and you have to you have to shovel something up, and like I remember shoveling what felt like all over the oh, map yeah. for something. I knew I had to. I knew I needed that shovel yeah. for something, but I never found what it was that I needed, yeah. and I gave up on yeah. the game. What? Tell me your Chicago story, Nick. What What do you remember about Link's Awakening? How How does that like? What What do you think about when you think of that game? The um, the side quests, like finding. Um, like the bananas and who wants the bananas and <laughs> so then you find like this guy like you know the and, yeah and, and you just kept trading things that, that's where what I remember the most is like those side quests was that a pretty unique thing at the time I guess yeah um yeah Zelda before because that's super common yeah, nowadays. yeah it didn't really I think have in general it was pretty before. pretty new I don't. I don't really remember many games doing that. Other than well, I, I wasn't in any of the uh, Final Fantasy games. That might have been something they were doing, but uh, mm. I, I hadn't really been done. And I, I don't think in an, any other Zelda game at the time. Well, Mart Martin, what about you, man? Were you a Game Boy fan? Did you? Oh, dude. Game Boy at the time? Yeah, I was all over Game Boy. I was just like the Super Nintendo. <laughs> I was hot on Game Boy. I mean, I was addicted to Nintendo Power, so you know, like they said, go get a Game Boy. I went and got a Game Boy, and, <laughs> and I got. Or you begged, I begged your parents my parents. Yeah, I think Boy. I got the Game Boy. I can't. Remember, it had to have been for my birthday, because I don't remember it 
getting it for Christmas. Um, it had to have been for one of my birthdays. But obviously, I had Tetris like everybody with it. And, uh, oh, we lost Ron. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm okay. here. Uh, I'm here, guys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you got the... Nice. I was going to show you nice. the Game Boy. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I just recently got one of these. I remember getting a Game Boy probably around... I guess it was around 90 or 91. But this is definitely the one I had. This, you know, I got... This is sec. I mean, I got this off eBay, yeah. obviously. But it's an excellent shape. And, uh... But I didn't get one in '89 when they first came out. That's for yeah. Sure. It, Tetris it took was me a amazing. While to get one. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely I got the uh, original Zelda um, for that. I just I was blown away, like you were wrong with the the graphics. I'm like, what is this on the handheld? I mean, the visuals. It, it yeah, magic. it looked just like the Super Nintendo version. You know, better than than regular Nintendo, and it's just it's like it blew my mind. And then this, it was, it was. I, I thought the story, and it was big. It was a big it, game. It really wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like you got shorted or anything. It was a pretty good size yeah. adventure, man. But I mean, you know, I, but being on Game Boy, you know, and we were talking about being on car trips and stuff. You know, you'd be on those car trips trying to play this thing, and it. It, you'd you'd be driving into the you know late at night and you're like well I'm done I can't see it anymore it's done for the night oh you, you guys didn't have the uh, so the light attachment time, I was reading you guys didn't have the didn't, light attachment with the magnifier no, I didn't have that yeah no. yeah there was oh, rookies man y'all were rookies I wasn't that cool <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that cool I don't have <laughs> the gigantic friggin frankenstein version of a game it wasn't that bad i i I don't have it anymore but it was like it slipped on like the top part and it had a magnifier with a light on the side and and there were like it even had extra like like, joystick and and things for the buttons. Uh, not the version i no, not the version i had it was just a Uh, magnifier and a light eric had that one it was like it was like a whole thing. I know the one you're talking about because it had like the bays and crap, dude. And like, it was insane. It made your little Game Boy like <laughs> this gigantic friggin' thing. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to so say. Martin, was this. So was this. Like, go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, was, was this before A Link to the Past or after A Link to the Past? After A Link to the Past. Yeah. Okay. Same same as yeah. us then. Okay. Well, not for, same as me, not Nick. Yeah. Well, if Nick got Zelda the same as Street Fighter, that came out in around what, 93, 94? Like when did Street Fighter come out of It, it was in that same year, I'm pretty sure. Cuz I had it as well as one of the first games I got. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But for for that game for me personally, like I I I it always bugged me cuz you know, Nick and I talk back and forth, and we Nick jokes with me about it how like I'd never beat games. <laughs> I, I'm the same way, Ron. I, I never really go back and beat games. <laughs> yeah, Nick. I think Nick's much more like other true gamers. Like he'll he'll play through the game, and maybe maybe not as much nowadays as back in the day. But he 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 definitely would beat a lot of games. Yeah, I Nick can correct not me not wrong. so much now, but yeah, I. I I was pretty proud of the the games I had and that I'd beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but with 
I, I was I was very happy to because you know like they had the Link's Awakening remake for Switch, so it was kind of like my yeah. second chance to play through the game, and uh, I beat it. So I, I did get a chance to beat it. So it's I've beaten most actually all the Zelda games that I've beaten are two D games, and that's a thread. Like I'm much bigger fan of the two D games. I appreciate the three D games, and in fact, one of the three D games is one of my favorites. Period. But I find myself way more interested. I find myself being hooked by the 2D versions of the Zelda games more so than the 3D versions. And I may be alone in that with sentiment with a lot of other Zelda fans, but um, it was it was important to me to be able to go back and beat that, <laughs> and I did. So, looks like Street Fighter 2 came out in '92 for Super NES. So. So that's oh, about that when sense, I got linked to the past in Street Fighter 2. So you'd had a link to the past probably at least a year, maybe probably longer. Yeah, probably roughly a year. Yeah. So after do we have anything else to say about I mean do we want to talk about Link's Awakening? I mean it's 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 a pretty I like the game. You're you're you wake up on yeah. a deserted island, I guess, and you don't really know. It's kind of strange, right? You're, there's the big from a Zelda. It is Link storyline. Egg. It's, it's weird. has a lot of Mario characters mm-hmm. in it. it. It's a cool game. I, I highly recommend people check it out. I, I don't necessarily. I, I just don't have as many fond memories of. You know, like I've got these old nostalgic memories of some other games. This one I don't have as many nostalgic memories. But I mean, I have beaten it on the the Switch. I think the Switch remake is yeah, adorable. It's pretty cool. They did a good job. <laughs> I love with the it. look. Yeah, I, I, I like the look of it. Yeah, I, I think Nick maybe Nick mentioned in it because you know, like we have like a, a you know, like kind of like ongoing group chat together, where we just talk about game stuff and whatever you know, not just game stuff, but just whatever's on our mind, whatever we think's cool. And I feel like Nick was one who said like, I would like to see a original Zelda in that style, yeah. maybe? That would be awesome. Maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but I, I also, I 100% no. agree. Like, yeah. If they could do it in that style, like I would be like, uh, yeah, I would love I, that. Because, I mean, they couldn't do it. They would have to do something special because, you know, the original Zelda is so old. They'd have to pump it up somehow. And if, but if they did it that way, I would I would be way for it. It, it doesn't have to be the same kind of, like, toy-looking style but I wouldn't be mad if they did, you know. I mean, but I'd I'd love to see a remake of Zelda One. Period. Yes, please, please do that. I would love to. I I have I don't have a lot of strong memories of beating Zelda. Like I know I played through it, but I don't have a lot of strong memories. I remember beating Ganon and all that stuff and being so like an intense fight. But I I really would love to play through the original Zelda again with a remake style. It would be cool if they, uh, cause I mean, you, it, you, you, know. you guys remember, um, when Nintendo showed like that, uh, when they were working on breath of the wild, right. Yeah. They had like this prototype, of breath yeah. of the wild, but it was like in the, the NES top down view. Yeah. And, but cool. it was different where you could actually like burn down trees and you could cut down trees. And mm-hmm. I, I could see them doing something like that where it's like, the top down, you know, from the original type Zelda, you know, Legend of Zelda, but it 
incorporates all the new functionality from like Breath of the Wild. Hmm. I'd be okay little, with that if that's what upgrade. they decided to do. Yeah. I mean, the more the more Zelda, the better in my book. I mean, they they have to do something special for 35th anniversary. Please, Nintendo, don't don't skimp on Zelda. Uh, but you know, uh, I I really dig oh, Link's Awakening. I, I think it's a cool game. It's it's it ranks pretty high on my yeah. list. Probably a lot of it's because it, it is a 2D game, and it it's a game that I've played through more than some other games. So. Um, the 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 mark of like it it kind of is at that point it's like you got your top tier games and then it's for sure on the other side like it's the t it's like the b team of the games for me but i do really enjoy it so any any other any other thoughts i uh, on on links awake i was just gonna say real quick that the uh the dx version which i think i got it like much much later you know, as more like a collectible, but um, it really makes it look more like a Super Nintendo game, especially on the Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it. Aren't there some additional, like another dungeon or something? I don't yeah, know if there's like another a dungeon, color dungeon or something. That yeah, there's a. Okay. There's at least one new dungeon. I do know it had some functionality with the Game Boy printer. If you guys remember that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the functionality. What was the I th- functionality? I think you could just Martin? print out a couple of stickers from... The, they were like key <laughs> of, scenes. Of Link. Oh, okay. Like um, when... Uh, like that scene where Link talks to... Uh, what's her name? Marin on the beach. That... It, it'll it'll like mm-hmm. unlock kind of like a photograph of the two sitting on the the two of them sitting on the beach and you can print that on the printer there there's just other key scenes okay. that kind of okay. as they unfold in the story that you can print yep for those who don't know what we're talking about the original game boy actually released an accessory that included it was like a cartridge it fit into the game boy like a cartridge i didn't own it but i know nick had it and it also came with like a cash register style receipt yeah. thing, you know, that would print the picture out. And it, it, it's really, it's, it's so Nintendo. It's crazy. <laughs> like it's the kind of thing that Nintendo would just go on to be known for, for even till today with like, you know, the, the Mario Kart grand prix. Like they're just always experimenting with, and I love, that's why I love Nintendo is they just do these things. But you could take like little yeah. selfies and stuff with these cameras, and it was just like a dot matrix style photo. Uh, but the beautiful thing is, is like people, people like, you know, being even in twenty twenty one, people will like share pictures that they've taken. Like, I I saw a article, I don't remember which website it was, but people were doing photography on their <laughs> Game Boy camera, and they were like trying to like come up with this. Who, they were in a contest, like who could come up with the most beautiful Game Boy camera photos, and like they had these like really great landscape photos of like Game Boy camera style nice. dot matrix. It was awesome. <laughs> but so, anyways, yeah. So at this point, um, <clears throat> I think in '93 is when we got the CDI Philips CDI. <laughs> I got the. I don't these these are the titles that I have here like the faces of evil and the wand of 
Gamillion? Gamelon? Gamelon? I don't know. Gamelon, yeah. We, we don't have to talk about these CDI films. Let's games. skip it. Yeah, said. The interesting thing about the two of those, though, is that the one, because uh, the, the two games, like one was Link and the other was Zelda. It was Link, the Faces of Evil, and you played as Link. And the other was Zelda, the Wand of Gamelon, and you actually played as Zelda with that game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the that first thing, I guess, it, like Sears. But, I mean, you know, it, it's an odd time. It's just an odd time. I don't know what to say. They, they, those games exist, and they're probably worth a lot of money now. If you or actually, you know, I wonder, because there was a third game, Zelda's Adventure. Um mm. Now I'm second guessing, wonder whether that was the one you played as Zelda. One of them you played as Zelda. I, I don't. They're terrible games. I'm not. I'm not super familiar with them. Yeah, I don't. They're like point and click type games. Like I don't even know how to describe them. They're just very cheesy. Um, it it was the nascent period of CD graphic like CD ROM games where it was just a novelty to see like a cartoon, like a playable cartoon. You know, like it was just that time. The, the early to mid-90s was just like people... Everybody was trying to get into the CD-ROM era of games. So, just just a weird time for gamers. But the next the next big game that I want to talk about... And, ah, but don't oh. forget the uh, <laughs> the Saddle of You, the BS Zelda Ancient Stone Tablets. Okay, talk about and, that, Nick. And there, I, actually, I there, were, there were two. There were two Zelda games, though, on the the Super Nintendo Saddle of View that, you know, only was out in Japan. Uh, but one one was a remake of, of the first Zelda, really. Uh, like, kind of a Super Mario All-Stars style with, you know, it was Super Nintendo graphics and it was Zelda 1, in essence. But it was kind of, uh, you could only play so much of it at a time because it was the, the nature of the Saddle of View games without getting too far what? into it. Huh. Nick, was that was that at the expo one year? Did we, yes. were we able to test that at Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought so. But it then it was cool to see. The uh the ancient stone tablets was kind of patterned after um a link to the past though. And, but that was a unique story. Uh it, best of my understanding. Mm-hmm. That I I I remember like the link to the past style graphics. That must be what I'm remembering. Uh, but but cool. Just you know, again, is this like a novelty? It exists. You know, yeah. it's out there. We 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 just never had access to it, and it never with, came to with, the states. You know, we because you know we all had access to Nintendo Power EGM. I don't remember ever seeing any stories about it. No, yeah. It's just like one of those things that you just yeah. sort of come across years later. Yeah, it, it's something that kind of came up with, you know, emulation. And, you know, we, we never really heard of it back in the day at all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, thanks for thanks for mentioning that, though, just, just to get it out there. The next the next big game that I, I guess that I wanted to talk about is uh, Ocarina of Time, um, released in 98. And for me... It's funny. Um, so this this was the first Zelda game where I was reading all the pre-release hype. And I was actually really excited about it before it was out. And I pre-ordered the game from Babbage's. Actually, hang on. <laughs> uh, 
Oh wait, I already must have pulled it. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not showing off the gold cartridge, but you know, I had like this, this is my original box. I had, uh, I pre-ordered it because if you pre-ordered, you got the gold cartridge, which was a big deal because, you know, we are of course familiar with, I mean, it's not like A Link to the Past was gold, but obviously the first two Zelda games we were aware of, Zelda 1 and 2 were gold. So it was kind of cool that they were doing this sort of limited edition gold cartridge of, of, uh, of the uh, Ocarina of Time. And Nick, you, you've got that too, right? The gold cartridge? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, so for me, Ocarina of Time, I mean, obviously it's the first big 3D game. Uh, came out in 98. Uh, I was on board with the hype. It's the first time like I ever bought like a game and a strategy guide at the same time. <laughs> hoping, desperately hoping to recapture that magic from A Link to the Past. And uh, But but also at the same time, I, I was moving out. I, I was moving out on my own. I, I got my first... Well, it wasn't an apartment. I'd, I'd rented a house with, with uh, my wife and uh, another guy, another person. And uh, so it, so I, I was getting linked to the or Ocarina of Time, and I was moving out. Uh, and th those two, the excitement of those two things were sort of, I think, competing. And I don't know if it was because of that or if it's just like, as I had said before, like my my objection to like the 3d zelda games like i don't know i just get i just get bored after a while i i never got terribly far into ocarina of time and it's like a huge disappointment for me personally that i didn't get super far into it but i, I remember being so excited I, I ran you know like i went into babbage's i was still working i think part-time at babbage's too but I, I went in on a day off i picked it up took it home was playing it I'm sure I was probably talking to you, Nick, at the same time, you know, my, like where I was in the game and things like that. And uh, just, it, it was it was a big deal. I mean, there was a lot of hype around the game. Super Mario Brothers, or, you know, Super Mario 64 was like a huge success. And everybody was racing to get their property on a 3D. Like everybody, Castlevania, Mega Man. I mean, they were all 3D games at some point, so... It, it looked to me like, I mean, of course you had Miyamoto involved too. Like it looked like this was going to be another 3D game done right. Like not rushed out. Like it was going to be done right. And, and for all intents and purposes, it was really a good game. But I, I just, I, I flamed out on it. Like I just never, I can't even tell you how far I got into it. Like I, I'm sure I played it like maybe 10, 15, 20 hours. But, you know, again, I don't know if it was the me just not being falling in love with it right away and competing with just being out on my own for the first time and going out and doing things, just not being at home. Uh, it, 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 it was really, it, it's a big disappointment for me, Ocarina of Time. And I know that for a lot of, you know, young people younger than me, like it's in their top five. They love Ocarina of Time. Uh, I, I do enjoy the Ocarina. I, I think that's a cool mechanic where you play the songs and you, you know, you do all that, but, uh, Martin, for you, I, I know you're a couple years younger than me. Yeah. How how does Ocarina of Time fit on the scale for you? Like, what? Talk to me about Ocarina of Time. Like the hype, the the game itself. Oh like, man. How would you? I love yeah, it. Yeah. Talk to me about Ocarina of Time. Well, okay. So N64 era, obviously, you know Super Mario 64, top of my list. 
Shadows of the Empire, top of my list. Uh, what else is there? Oh, Golden Eye. Golden Eye. So I think it was. This was around 97, 98. I was in high school. Graduated in 98. So I mean. Ocarina of Time, I thought, was a masterpiece. I mean, just like the story just was so engaging. Just the cinematics of the camera, the graphics. I mean, going from the 2D to the 3D, yeah, I mean, I was super impressed. Um, just the way the quests were, were laid out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, I had a couple of other friends that were playing it at the same time. Um, of course, I, I, I'm like you, Ron, I'm not a big completionist, but I had a friend, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy L, who like got everything, got all the Skulkas or whatever they're called, the golden ones. And I mean, it was just, yeah, it was awesome game. And later on, I mean, like on the GameCube, I don't know if you guys have seen this where it's got the, uh, the master quest version. Which, um, that's a free game, right? Didn't you get that for free? Yeah. Yeah. There was something about this. I don't remember exactly what the story was behind this, but, uh, I, I think it, anyone um, could just get it. Was like, it when I, you bought Wind Waker and then like, if you pre-ordered Wind Waker, maybe, you got that? Maybe. I can't maybe. remember. It was a GameCube era thing for sure. So you might be right about yeah, that. Yeah. And they, there weren't a lot of I these. I feel like, Yeah. Because all you had to have was like a UPC or something, right? You went to their website and you just you put in something and it just got you the game. Like they just send it. To Might you. have been, yeah. And the cool thing was it had the Master Quest, which I I, I can't remember exactly, but was like Nick, do you know? Was like the Master Quest was it like reversed? Like everything was flipped, and then it had um, like some additional things that made it harder. Well, I know it was based off of. The upgrade that was coming out on the 64DD, and they retooled that to be the Master Quest. I, it's more than just being flipped. It's thing, Things are tweaked differently, but I've never played through it, so I couldn't really tell you exactly what they are. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, haven't, I think I, may, I remember when I first got it, like just putting the disc in and trying it. And I'm like, okay, master quest. Well, nothing special. Uh, I have to mention though, that I think the, the 3ds version is, is definitely, you know, the upgraded redone version of this. It's just amazing. I'm glad you brought that up, Mark. Cause I was going to ask you guys if, cause I haven't played the 3ds re or I guess it's not really a remake, but, Whatever you want to port, I guess. Just the port. Yeah. Um, I wondered if you guys had played through it or even maybe beaten it on the 3DS. Because they also released Majora's Mask on 3DS, too. Yeah. Uh, did, did, did you just kind of get it and play through a little bit of it, Martin? I played pretty season, far. Did you play? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't beat it completely, but I got pretty, pretty far in it. I can't remember which... Uh, what, what realm what was I got it about to. The 3DS, was it just a little bit better graphics? Was that why it was better? Or was there some touchscreen element of it? It, it was just it? nice to have it on a, in a portable. And then okay. it did have better... Well, and it had better yeah. graphics. You know, like, not... Yeah. 
yeah, know, they, like they Switch were... version, but it was definitely upgraded graphics. Yeah. I'll be interested to see where this game ranks in your top 10, Martin, now that I know that it was you considered it to be a masterpiece. Mm. Uh, what what about you? Oh, oh, okay. Well, you, if you're just listening, you didn't get that, but we'll we'll yeah. see. Video video people got got the answer. Uh, Nick, tell talk to me about Ocarina of Time. Like, how do you feel about Ocarina of Time personally? I like it. Um, it's, I mean, it it's it's a huge deal for a number of reasons. It brought Zelda into 3D. Um, I, the big thing I remember about it is that. Um, uh, what year was it? Whichever year it was that it, uh, I I got it, it like Thanksgiving weekend like that year, and uh, I I just remember ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember playing through Pretty it. Sure, we all got that it. Thanksgiving weekend, and um, but um, I'm not. You're right, Nick. It came out November twenty first. Yeah, date of it. So I I'm just I'm not. I'm not as sold on it as like that generation that that's like the Zelda title that they grew up with. And so it's like the nostalgia thing. Um, again, it's an excellent game, but I go back, like you said, to the 2D ones. I, I just prefer those. Um, they, they've definitely refined the 3D titles. You know, they, they continue to evolve. And, and uh, I acknowledge it for being that first one, but um, it's it's a it's an excellent game, but it's not my favorite. Okay. Fair the enough. the thing I, that I really um, like about it over okay. say any of the other two D games that came before it was it's just the story and the narrative was just it kind of just drew you in a lot more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was a better story because just the size of the cartridge just allowed you to have more story? Because, I mean, the original Zelda, I mean, if you think about it really, there's not a lot of story. <laughs> you know, even in, like, A Link to the Past, it's not like there's just a robust story. There, You just talk to townspeople, and they really just kind of nudge you into the way you need to go. Was this the first Zelda game that really had, like, a, a story? Like a good well, story? it definitely brought in a lot of the lore. You know, with the Deku tree and, you know, you being, you know, from living with the fairy people. I think that might have been the first time that was introduced. There, yeah, there's a lot of firsts with it. Yeah. The the Gorons. Uh, yeah. The different species that uh, are just, you, you just see all the time in Zelda titles now. Yeah, it definitely expanded the world, the Zelda universe. One thing that I really appreciated about Ocarina of Time was that, you know, like I mentioned before, there, there was a rush to port everything to 3D on the N64, but there there was a, for sure a lot of thought with, like, the combat in 3D. Like, I remember they're, like, locking on. Like, I remember the, the boomerang working really well in 3D. Yeah. Uh, you know, just things like that. It was like, it, it worked, you know. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, just a quick cash grab of a bringing it is like there were just so many games that did not transition to 3d well and i will say that zelda transitioned to 3d really yeah well. they if i'm not mistaken they're the first to do that kind of a lock-on thing like the, the z targeting which they, you know so they called too. it yeah with the bottom yeah. of the yeah right z targeting and 
that that's that's a I think that's unique to Zelda. I think that that's an innovation of there. So very cool. All the respect in the world. I wish I wish I could rank it higher, but you know I it, it just it was competing with some other interests of mine, and I I I'd like to say that I would go back and play it, but I mean there's just other so many more interesting looking 3D Zelda games I'd rather play first at this point. I just don't think I'll ever get around to playing it to complete. I say if you play it, go, you know, play the 3DS version. Okay. I actually, I I actually have the, and I, (laughs) it's funny. I I got it for Logan because like it was cheap. Yeah. Real cheap. And Logan was using my 3DS. So like, I remember getting that, hoping that maybe he'll get into (laughs) Zelda. Uh, but I, he, we have Majora's Mask, but it's never been played. <laughs> it's never even been like it's been open. But aside from like putting your name in stuff like that, like it's really never been played. So, um, any anything else we want to mention about uh, Ocarina of Time? Any anything else before mm-hmm. we move on? So the ne- I mean the next game really is Majora's yeah. Mask, right? I mean that came out in two thousand. Just just I mean. You know, capitalizing on that engine which is i guess what a lot of people are assuming just kind of like what breath of the wild 2 is like you got this great engine that they spent years and years to, to to develop let's let's utilize it let's just make it bigger let's just do another adventure in the same engine and that kind of to me like but with the twist like a serious twist and i i never played majority uh, mass so i'm really i know nick you've well it. sort of though and because i'm kind of with you though that you know in your description just now uh, about using the same engine like to me that was kind of a turnoff that i felt like it was yeah. not the next brand new zelda game that i wanted i i felt like it was just you know, an expansion pack before of expansion Ocarina packs. Of yeah, Time. I felt the same way. And so, and well, so it I, I was kind of really like Link's Awakening. It, it was kind of like Link's Awakening to a Link to the Past, right? It was like I mean, I, a I know game. now. I know now that opinion. I was mistaken, you know, because it was like its own full blown game, and people love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people it's their favorite at the Zelda time, game. Like I've heard, you know, media people that I totally respect. <laughs> game journalists who like will boldly claim that it's their favorite Zelda it, game. So. It, it's so weird. You gotta love it. I mean, that's the, I mean, I just, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite. It's not, you know, my top five or anything, but it's definitely in my top 10. And it's mainly because it's just so odd. Well, and I still have <laughs> not been able to get into it. So it, it is a- hard after- to get into after hearing about how so many people love it when it was re-released on the 3ds i got it and so i told myself i'm gonna play through this game now and i i started playing it and i got so far and i quit playing and (laughs) so it has like i I didn't get very far at all i know there's a time limit attached to this game it has like a real time or like a real time mechanic like involved, I guess. Like, cause you, what Martin, you, I guess you, I'm assuming you've probably played it more than either of us. How, how, yeah. how do you describe like what, what is Majora's Mask exactly? It, it, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> it's like, I you're like doing the same movie. thing over and over again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm listening. <laughs> and, and I think that's kind of what, 
threw a lot of people off. It's kind of like, wait a minute, I'm like doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, this just is boring now. Mm. Um, the thing that interested me is is the whole idea of the masks. You know, where it's like, uh, I don't even know anymore. I think you could get different masks. I can't remember if they gave you different abilities or what it was, and, but you had to collect yeah, the masks. Yeah, you, you could get like the Deku mask, and so then you could... Um, oh, that's I right. Yeah, exactly you turn 